This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody. This is your AEW Dynamite review for August 18th, 2021. And they, uh, they're coming to us live this week from Houston, Texas, where the crowd sang Judas Acapella. Absolute was that not bumps. amazing? I was going to see bumps. if you wanted to try to sing it with me on here to start it. But then I thought better of it. I think that crowd handled it better than we would. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> also can I just say, my singing voice? I can't sing? Not so good. Okay. You're going to say you can't sing because no. I was, thought you were going to take a shot at me. Uh, I, no, I've never heard you sing. I sang that, uh, that one song in here one time. What was it? Uh, take on me. I tried that one time for take auntie. And as soon as I got done, you said, take that bit out. Uh, that's probably <laughs> it then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So I erased that stri- from my head. That's why I don't remember it. It was really bad. It was really bad. I thought it was, it was a funny idea, but was it? Uh, not, e- not executed so well. But the crowd handled it much better than, than we ever could, though. That crowd was uh, good job, Houston. Amazing stuff. But but before we get remind everybody to check out all of our content that comes out each week, um, our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and pay-per-view previews and reviews. Oops. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at Let the Beard Play, and you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. So, Sarah, mm-hmm. you ready to talk some dynamite? Uh, yeah, let's go. All right. The show kicked off with John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. I have a bone to pick gonna... with 2.0. <laughs> I, I was. I, figured... I was. I was just beginning to give them the benefit of the doubt last week. And then they did that. Um, I don't know. They're kind of they're kind of winning me over a little bit. <laughs> so Moxley and Eddie were gonna come to the ring to address the crowd. And we'll never know exactly what they were gonna say collectively. Uh, because as they're coming to through the crowd, uh, they are jumped. By 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, who I think they attacked them with bats or some type of weapons. Anyways, uh, took uh, took Boxley and Eddie out completely, left them laying uh, in the aisleway in the crowd. And 2.0 hit the ring, and they said, "We, you know, addressing Sting and Darby, said we took out your boys. Now let's get a ref and get this thing started." And that's that's what happened. Uh, we got yeah. 2.0 versus Sting and Darby. Before we go into the match, uh, before we yeah, go yeah, into yeah, the yeah. match, go ahead. Go ahead. I, oh, need you, to, you I need to address this. Go ahead. So, what the hell? Um, I'm going to give 2.0 and Daniel Garcia a little bit of advice. Don't attack John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. <clears throat> Not going to end well for you. Also, 
This is why I can't go near entrance ways when it comes over here live. Because if that happened in front of me, I'd probably faint next to them. <laughs> so I'd be like, but why, why? Does anybody else see what I see? <laughs> um, I saw Sarah yeah. there for just a second, and then she disappeared. <laughs> like, seriously, why, why attack? Why? Like, John Moss has got enough going on at the moment. He's got a baby, for goodness sake. He's probably knackered. Like, <laughs> <sighs> anyway, he's, also, he's I got baby fight. fatigue and getting attacked exactly. in the crowd. I mean, come but on. I do love, Give love him a break, that. Man. 2.0 basically said that Mox and Kingston were stinging Darby's boys. And this just, yeah. just reiterates the family thing for me. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So you were happy about that line? I was loving that line because Marcy's just trademarked something, hasn't he? So, hmm. oh, did he? Mm-hmm. What did he trademark? I want to say yeah. something switchblade. Was it? Was it three men and a baby? No, I think that's a movie title, <laughs> and I don't think they can like copyright that. Um, okay. okay. I will like you talk, and I will Google and find the answer. Okay. I talk, you Google. Yep. Okay. That's the name of our new podcast that's going to be coming out soon. <laughs> I talk, you Google with the beauty and the beard. Oh, I found um, it. I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. Wow. I barely talked. And you Google, you Google faster than I talk. So, it's amazing. You're, um, you're the fastest on, Googler ever. On August 11th, John Moxley um, filed trademark rights for his tag team name, the Switchblade and Switchblade Conspiracy. Interesting. For those unaware, John Moxley and Impact Wrestling star Sammy Callahan used to wrestle under this tag team name. Mm. The term was filed for name and merchandising um, purposes. Hmm. That's really because the uh, first thing I thought of when I heard Switchblade was Jay White. Um, I think everybody Japan. did. But yeah, but now that you mentioned that, that's even interesting even more with Sammy Callahan being mentioned. Cool. But if John Moxley has trademarked it, maybe or maybe not, it's to do with Sammy Callahan. Maybe it's an Eddie Kingston thing. Yeah, but they're the wild things, you know? That's their own. Hey, I'm just saying. But Switchblade Conspiracy Conspiracy sounds like a faction. It does. Now, who are the boys? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Three men and a baby. You see, I just don't like, know. I'm just speculating, but it's just very interesting. That's all I'm That saying. is interesting. Something to think about. Something to think and about. And probably something to worry about if you're 2.0 and Daniel Garcia at this yeah. point. Like I said, <laughs> don't attack John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. I'll tell you, they're, they got guts. I'll give them that. They've got guts or they've got stupidity. I'm not sure which one it is. (laughs) It might be a combination. Because to to do something like they're doing, to go after the guys they're going after, you probably probably have a little bit of both. To call them out to begin with. Yeah. And then to to attack them. May may not the smartest idea in history. No. 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 But... (laughs) But in the opening match, but though, anyway. we did get, yeah, <laughs> we did get 2.0 versus Sting and Darby. And I know it's oh. been mentioned, uh, they talked about it on there a lot, but this is Sting's first 
match on TNT since the very last episode. In 20 years. WCW Nitro. And I was watching that episode, him versus uh, Ric Flair. It was their, uh, their last match on, on, on TNT. So uh, pretty cool and awesome for 2.0 and for Darby to be involved in this, this pretty historic yeah. match. So. Well, Darby uh, was always <clears> going to be involved, I would have thought. But 2.0, well, yeah, they literally yeah. got like – yeah. They're not even signed though, are they 2.0? They're still like technically free agents. I think they've unofficially been signed because Jericho mentioned on his podcast that they are signed. So I don't think it's been officially announced, but other than announced by Jericho, I take that as pretty official. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure Jericho knows what's going on. Um, He he does, yeah. If they point of view, then they're not signed. No, Um, yeah, but they just gotten here though. I mean, yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the fact that unofficially Kayfabe World, they're not signed. They're in like a sting match. That's that's either AEW putting a lot of like um, faith in on them. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, basically saying they're going to be like, you know, like climbing the tag team ranking system Mm -hmm. at some point. Because you wouldn't just put anybody in the match with Sting. There has to be yeah, some sort of like you know, yeah. reason behind. It. Apart from obviously storyline, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, they they seem like really good guys, and and they look like really good workers. Because I I haven't watched them a ton until now. I didn't watch mm. NXT, uh, but it's from everything I've seen so far, they look like you know really good workers. You would trust putting somebody in there. Yeah, with. I mean, uh, I I agree. They <laughs> seem really good. Just not really mm. getting into my favorite category by. <laughs> attacking two of my favorite people. Yeah. Gotta try harder to but, you know, gotta try harder. Try, try try. But here's how here's how the match ended. And by the way, Sting looked great in this match. Oh it's, my it, god, yes. It, 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 yes, I just want to say that before even getting to the end. I did have some <laughs> panic. Yeah. But he's alright. <laughs> yeah, he's alright. So in the end, uh 2.0 they Double power bomb sting through a table, and I'm sure that was probably one of those moments where, as soon as it happened, we were like, "Oh wow, really? Dang!" But then Sting popped right back up. Oh my god! And the the crowd went nuts. It was such a cool moment to have him take that such a brutal bump, and then poof, like magic, Jeez. he's up. And the look on 2.0's face, uh, their collective faces. Was the same look I had. It's like wow. Yeah. So then he grabbed both guys, dropped them with stereo scorpion drops. Then with Darby looking on, Sting stacked one one member of 2.0 on top of the other, and locked in a double scorpion deathlock. And both men both men tapped out to end the match. It's a very very cool ending to that match. Yeah, so, uh, I mean. Like, can we just also remember that they wrestled to the back of like yes, they the, did. the stand. Sting got thrown into a wall. Darby got thrown into a ceiling. Yeah. Like this happened. Then they went back down to the ring and then Darby walked down a railing to the ring, not taking the stairs anymore. Yes. And then when they, when Sting and Darby worked really well together. Like, we've seen them work well together before, but they seem more like a cohesive unit in this like, than I've they ever did. seen before. Um, 
but when they got the table out, I was there going, and they got the table out, don't put sting through it. <laughs> just just don't do yeah. it. Because why would you put do. sting through it? And then when they got him up to put him through it, I was going, are you insane? Like, seriously, do you guys not own a brain between you? You've just attacked <laughs> Moxie and Kingston. Now you're putting a legend, an icon <clears throat> through a table that, let's face it, isn't the youngest person to be going through a table. Um, no. I was just like, you just, you're making me have a panic attack. And then when Sting popped up, I went, nah, he's all good, he's fine. <laughs> I was just like, oh, please get some physiotherapy. <clears throat> um, where's Brandon and Cutler when you need him? And that spray. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bring so, the cool spray. Quick. Yeah, and then obviously, like, then Sting just, like, did one thing with two people, which was bewildering. Um, yeah. Darby just looking on like, like everybody else was looking on going, holy crap. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah. Amazing match. I yeah. literally can't believe that <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> and, you know, and we talked about 2.0 earlier and how that they must trust them. And that's it's a good point too, because trust in them yeah. They just got there and trusting them to be the ones to power bomb staying through a table. You know, and that's to throw him against a, the wall. Yeah, it's it's a spot you wanna you want to make sure he's protected in. So it's there's apparently there's something about them that um, I would love I would that love AEW and Tony Khan really really likes. Can you imagine like them trying to propose the idea originally going, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take the icon, the guy that no one ever thought they'd see wrestle again, and we're gonna power bomb him through a table. How do you like that idea? And like AW's insurance people are like having a mental breakdown. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry? You wanna do uh, what now? <laughs> not so fast. Sting trying to explain uh. to like his friends and family what's gonna happen and like what? Sorry? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, speaking of friends and family, uh, oh. was shown from earlier in the day proposing to his girlfriend in the <laughs> middle of the ring. Yeah. How awesome is that? I also love the fact that this was done before and then we've seen the recording. It wasn't done like live. Yeah, I know that sounds kind of harsh, but at the same time, it's really nice. And they did it in front of a live crowd type thing anyway. Yeah. But it was just like, they, AEW knows the time constraints. I think they're getting more yep. and more used to it now. And mm-hmm. some stuff, yes, live crowd, it needs to be some stuff. You can do it pre-recorded um, yeah. in front of a live crowd and it still works. And then show a condensed version, just the mm-hmm. the, the meat of the meat of it there on, because on, on the TV full for version, everybody to see. The full version is on YouTube. Yeah. So, uh, but then, but then Sean Spears had a few words. Oh God, uh, Sean Spears! In response to this, because in the back, Spears was with uh, Tully Blanchard, and after seeing the footage of Sammy's proposal, he says that. That he'd be willing to make Sammy's soon-to-be wife an honorary member of the Pinnacle, for one night only, and he'll let her be on top. Yep. And yep, it's that's that. Good job, Spears. You just yep. added some more heat to the match. Yeah, that's one way to make yourself seem like the bad guy. <laughs> it it worked. It worked. 
I think literally uh, only Sean Spears can get away with that just because Tully Blanchard was standing next to him. <laughs> it doesn't seem it doesn't seem as creepy as it sounds with Tully next yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah, everybody just laugh along with Tully, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> just a creepy line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so that led that led right into uh, Sammy Guevara versus Sean Spears, and I love this match. Gosh, Almighty! I, I, love, I love their like, stuff. Most matches between these two, though, they are amazing together. I know, but this may have been the Spears match I've seen. Um, mm. Really, I mean, I, I think he's a great worker, but I love this match. I mean, I just mm. I think everything about it worked. Um, in the end, Sammy sent Spears onto a barricade that had been set up. Oh. Uh, like a like a bridge from the ring to the protective railing on mm-hmm. the side, but he sent him onto this with a, a Death Valley driver bending it. He rolled Spears back in and hit the is it six thirty six forty six fifty? I think it's six fifty six six fifty. It's the six something. He hit that. He hit that Sammy Guevara spinny thing <laughs> where he lands on his back. He did that. Where thing he lands on his day. back. Yeah, that's. Six. I'm terrible at math. It's six something. So he hit it. One, two, and no. Spears kicked out. I was shocked. Everybody was shocked. Six. Th- I had it right. I think that's the first thing I said. So okay, that's it. Six thirty. What she said, and what I said. <laughs> Ignore all the other stuff I said and just hear the six thirty part. But Sammy hit it and Spears kicked out, and I was shocked. So uh, yeah. So Sammy got Spears up on his shoulders and said, it's over and connected with a knee strike to the face, the GTH. And it was over. Uh, Sammy got the big win to, he got the big win to end this feud and in his hometown. And then he celebrated with another kiss for his soon to be wife. Well done. Well done. Yes. This match was just so good. Like the little um, heel bits that, um, Sean Spears did like to the camera and stuff. Like he blew a kiss yeah. at Cam, for instance. And mm-hmm. um, also when he hit the barrier and it bent, whether it's gimmick or not, it's metal and it bent. <laughs> so yeah. Ow. The other bit that I loved was when Sean Spears and Sammy were on top of the turnbuckle and they're both staring at each other. Sean Spears gives Sammy the finger. <laughs> you can just see like the cogs turning in both of their heads. Sammy just um, kind of took Sean Spears off with a huge cutter off the top rope and just like landed really hard oh, as well. Yeah. That was beautiful. Um, that was a beautiful spot. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, obviously, yay, Sammy wins. Um, they, one, they weren't going to get him to lose in his hometown. And two, he's just proposed to his missus. So, um, yeah. But also, I just wanted to say, Tully Blanchard. Lime green. It's a choice. It's a choice. But who who would have thought that, you know, letting the hometown guy have a happy moment in their hometown would be, you know, a good thing to do? I mean, who would have thought that? I have no idea. Some wrestling genius. Just seems like the easiest, smartest thing to do. It really, um, yeah. really does. And it seems uh, seemed to really have worked tonight. Same. Indeed. Um, next, we got the brand new Impact 
world champion. Uh, Christian Cage. Christian Cage was with Tony Schiavone backstage, but was soon interrupted by the invisible hand, Don Callis. And Don gave Christian an underhanded compliment, kind of kind of congratulating him on his impact title win, but burying him at the same time. Yeah. Saying he got he got lucky, but now Christian will get his chance to have that five star match against Kenny that he's always wanted at all out. And uh, and he'll get a chance to take the one-winged angel, which that's what Don thinks is going to happen. Don also said things never change. He's still on top of the wrestling business, and Christian is still having wrestling matches. Christian tells Don that his words don't bother him because he knows he's in Kenny's head, and he's taking the AEW title at all out. That's going to be really hard when uh, Alan Page is facing can you make it? But um, will go on but, but Christian agrees. But Christian agrees with Don, saying that things really haven't changed. Don's always thought he was the smartest guy, but he's always just been a carny piece of. Sh- and Tony looked so happy about that. He really did. He looked genuinely. Tony Schiavone looked very pleased. Yes, he doesn't like Don Callis, so that makes sense. No, but um. No. Have you you still not let go of Jack then? I, I'm I'm still still hanging on. I'm barely barely hanging in there. Um, are, you, are your fingers getting the fingertips getting a bit sore? I'm holding they're getting on so sore. They're, they're getting cold, they're but they're still hanging on. You seem pretty pretty confident. You seem I, and and if if guys if you don't follow us on Twitter, she's been really really heavy handed in this. Uh, this uh, I don't know gimmick. Yes, <laughs> saying basically, saying basically, um, uh, not the smartest person in the world for still hanging on to the fact that I think I still think Hangman's gonna face. Omega I'm also, I am also I'm not let it go. I am also comparing to Kate Winslet in 1997's the movie The Titanic. Yeah, and not the part where she's on the couch getting painted either. I'm no. not that. I'm not. I'm not that Kate Winslet. I'm the the one that's freezing in the water, holding on to Jack. And Jack is hangman. (laughs) This is the most weird, like mental image I've just got in my entire head. It is. It is. But but Uh, bonus, bonus. You have Heart of the Ocean Diamond in your pocket. I do. It's a a thing. So, (laughs) I mean, you sound really, really, really confident that. I'm Hangman just loving is... this entire like situation because I I remember when you was having like you know little things like this at me about Moxie and Kenny's little bout. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just you know having fun. And if you're so confident, I'm just gonna say if if you're absolutely this confident that that you know that Hangman is not gonna face Omega at all out, it's not gonna happen. I think I think you should put something on the line. I think this should be a bet. Oh, here we go with the bets again. Jeez. You are um, aware, this, right? Like this is your say. opportunity right here. This if you're that confident, and I'm I don't I'm trying I don't want you to back out. Because I mean, you're you're very confident. We've if you followed us on Twitter, you see how confident she acts on there, so don't But this is my only back. this is my only um little um kind of side note for you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So just so you understand, if we do a bet... Oh, so you are doing a bet. No, no, if. I said if. 
If, okay. If. But it sounds kind of like we're going that way. Are you going to listen? Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm listening. Go ahead. If we do a bet, All mm-hmm. Out is on the 5th of September. 5th of September, yes. Yes. AW Dynamite will be on the 8th of September. Mm-hmm. On the 9th of September, when we do this podcast. That's yeah, your birthday. That's my birthday. See, I knew that without you telling me. So, do you really want to make me upset on my birthday? <laughs> if that's the way it's got to be. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, we can tell but, he's an elite fan, can't we? But, like, but if it hurts that bad, I, I'll bring the cooling spray. How's that? I don't think it's going to reach across the ocean. <laughs> okay. But, it, look. On the on the flip side, you're very confident that you would win this bet, so that would make it a have happy ever, birthday. Have you ever heard me say I'm a pessimist? <laughs> <laughs> so, the official bet would be if, if Adam Page does face Kenny Omega at All Out for the world title and wins, then I would win. If 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 Kenny Omega faces anybody else other than Adam Page, win or lose, you win. It's stacked in your favor. It is like he could face Nothing's anybody else. <laughs> if ever there is a bet that is stacked in your favor, it's this one. This is how confident I still am. Something's gonna happen, and Kenny Omega is gonna face so Adam Page. What 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 would be the bet? Because last time. You annihilated my profile. We could, you know, we can do the Twitter profile. I mean, you can get full control of my Twitter profile for a week. Same way. All right, but what happens if you win? Get your Twitter profile again. <laughs> I torch you again for a full week. At some point, I'm going to run out of ideas. So I don't think so. I think I could keep coming up. With I'm sure you can find <laughs> up a lot of ideas. So. Do we have a bet? Yeah. We do? <laughs> that was evil, even for you. <laughs> uh, when you find out that I've actually been talking to Adam Page and I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm I know sure he's showing that's up. Happening. You, you you've know. probably been DM somebody that pretended to be Hangman Adam Page. <laughs> I don't think it's him. You're telling me he was not the real anxious millennial cowboy? There's, there's another one out there? There's probably a few, my friend. Okay. Well, I'm supposed to meet this guy at a bar um, weekend, so I hope... Did you send him pictures of your horse? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, moving on. All right. All right, so we have a bet. We have a bet. For All Out 2021. Officially, if Hangman does not show up and face Kenny Omega... I lose. But if he does, it is going to be glorious in several ways. But what's so great is if he shows up and wins, you'll have to be happy about it. I know. <laughs> the That's same the time. Thing. That's the same time you'll be it's like, oh. so annoying. Because like oh. last time, I could be mad. I love these bets. <laughs> it's fine. One All day right. my time will come. Yeah. And this this could be it. I don't know. Could be it. And it'll be all uh, so sweet. We will see. We will see. All right, let's get back to the show. 
Next, we got a, a recap of Dante Martin's performance uh, from last week. And Dante says he's going to keep climbing the ranks until he's a guy that everybody knows. And if he keeps doing the stuff like he did last week, trust me, before long, everybody's yeah. going to know him. He's going to be on everybody's wrestling highlight reel. hundred percent. At this point, he's a highlight reel himself. Yeah. <laughs> he's amazing. Um, then we have Dan Lambert of America's Top Team. And he was with UFC's Junior DeSantos and Andre Orlovsky. And he was here are. to <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, she doesn't I don't watch UFC either, so not as big a deal to me or her. No. But I'm sure somebody out there connected with this they were more big than people. we did. They were big yes. humans. But having the UFC tie in is, is not a bad thing. Uh because there's a lot of UFC fans, so um, it could draw some eyes that, you know, again, it's not something that would attract me necessarily, but, but I get the appeal if, if, if you're a UFC fan, Yeah. but, uh, so Dan Lambert was basically out there to run down AEW again. Um, and he was begging anyone to come out and face them, calling everyone in the locker room soft, it's really channeling Jim Cornette again. It's kind of what it felt like, uh, the last time he was there. But Lance Archer had warmed out, headed for the ring, but before he got there, he was attacked from behind by the men of the year, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. As Lambert and his UFC guys watched from the ring in approval, Sky and Page left Archer beaten on the ramp as Lambert applauded. So I know you didn't know anything about the UFC guys, which, again, I didn't either. Uh, so that being considered, what did you think of this segment? Uh, um. Look, from what I've heard is Tony Khan was wanting Lance Archer to keep the IWGP US title. That's what he wanted. New Japan didn't. They wanted it to be with someone that could defend it in Japan, which from their side, you can understand. Makes sense. But it's really annoying the fact that he got built up and then he's back down again. Um, For me... I wasn't loving this. Um, and I've said before, like, I love AEW, but I will say when I've not enjoyed something or something doesn't work for me. And this just mm-hmm. didn't, it just didn't feel right. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page should not be able to take Lance Archer down that easily, even if there is two of them. The guy's huge. Like, he should yeah. just be able to, like, throw them to the side. Um, it's also like I get that obviously um they've gotta move on and they obviously have from this thing and derby thing. Um yeah. I just don't at the moment I can't say that I am anticipating where it's going because it's literally just started. But yeah. I'm hoping that to be honest with you, I'm just hoping something picks up for Lance Archer because right now I just feel a bit like I don't know. Good for the guy. I if it if hold on if it's one hundred percent his thing that he wants to do, all for it. But I just feel like he could be utilized so much more. And the whole like little tease that they had with stinging him, I'm hoping it's not forgotten. But I just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. I don't I don't like it. But I don't hate if that makes sense. Because I can't hate yeah. it because 
it's literally just had what, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and I, I, this is my least favorite segment yeah. of the show also. But it, with Archer specifically, with like what happened with him and the, the IWGP US title and everything, I'm, I'm torn because it, it was such an awesome moment, him yeah. winning the title from Moxley in Texas. Yeah. Awesome moment. But there's part of me that's like, well, if that's all there was to it, he's going to win it and then lose it in his first mm. defense to, to Tanahashi. Then, mm. um, then would I have rather like Moxley just yeah. keep it and him lose it to Tanahashi if he was going to lose mm. it anyways? Yeah. I don't know because, and then build Archer up some other way where it's consistently mm. on an upward scale because this yeah. again went really really high, and then yeah. boom. Mm. Uh, and I can't remember. Did they explain? Uh, did they say anything about him losing the title? No, it's not on mentioned on AEW. Yeah, so that's a little another point of uh, worry for me too because yeah. if they they had the big title win <laughs> on Dynamite. And then suddenly he doesn't have the title with no explanation to the Dynamite audience. A lot yeah. of those people may not have, may not be familiar with New Japan. I mean, mm-hmm. I think a, a good majority probably people, are. Like, I don't watch New Japan religiously, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of fans of AEW that don't watch it like that will get that information from Twitter, like what me and you have. Yeah. But for the people that are just kind of like not into it, and don't yeah. know if there's anything like New Japan available because, like, don't forget, I didn't know New Japan was in existence years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're gonna wonder, like, where's the <clears throat> title gone that he just won, like, literally, like three, four weeks ago? Yeah, it just happened. So, I mean, even if it was like in a passing thing where Archer mentioned it, like, yeah, you know, I lost my title, now I'm pissed, you know, I mean, something if they might, this might happen next week. It may, it may, true. But it's just, I don't know. It just, it's a de- de- just details. didn't sit right. Yeah. Yeah. And AEW normally really good with details. Um, yeah. I just don't and know. Especially since we're in this partnership, it's, it's mm-hmm. okay to mention it because it's yeah. It's like the, the multiverse. You still want to acknowledge yeah. some things that happen in the other promotions, especially if, it, if it's involving a title that was just one on, on your show. Yeah, yeah. So it's but yeah but we'll, we'll see where it goes we'll see, I, I did at least i did like scorpio sky and ethan page involved in something else because we haven't seen them in a, in a while so well i think they had to go away uh, for a while because ethan page yeah. got put in a coffin oh yeah yep, good point he had to get out <laughs> he just got out of that coffin that's right exactly just, just found his way out of that broken mess and then darby um, fell on top of him yeah all right so Next, we had Jericho. He was in the back, and he said he survived everything that MJF has thrown at him. And even though he can't have Judas the music or Judas the effect tonight, it doesn't matter because he has momentum and 5,000 fans singing him to the ring. Tonight, he beats MJF. Jericho up. My jerk-off friend down. Do you know what I said with this? I went, no. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say it, buddy. It's a good promo and all, but... Mm, yeah. You can't convince me. No. <laughs> all right. So, uh, 
next we got into the uh, the tag team title match. Uh, Jurassic, <laughs> yes, not not them. That's a whole different tag team. Um, Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks for the AEW tag team titles. Marcus Stunt came out with Jurassic Express. Don Callis, Brandon Cutler, and the Good Brothers all came out with the Young Bucks and they came out with like a full team. Um, this is this is the finish of the match. After a couple of near falls from both teams, the Good Brothers and Cutler distracted the ref. And out came the world champ, Kenny Omega, with a chair, just like the Bucks did during his match with Christian. Oh. But that one didn't work out so well for him. He used the chair to take out Marco Stunt and then toss it in a mat. But Jungle Boy ended up planting Matt onto the chair with a brain buster. New champs? No. Nick broke up the pin just in time. And during all this, Christian runs out. Spears Omega on the ramp. They brawl to the back. Uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus hit the Thoracic Express on Matt, but Nick breaks up the pin again. Then the numbers game takes effect as interference from outside leaves Jungle Boy alone to take a BTE trigger, and that's all she wrote. The Young Bucks retain, and post-match, we saw Kenny Omega and Doc Gallows emerge from the back. Gallows carrying a beaten Christian. They toss him into the ring and begin to attack like a pack of hyenas. Everyone got shots in, even Callus. Then Omega planted Christian with the one-winged angel, and Callus, acting like a ref, counted one, two, three. All the elite posed over Christian and left him, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus annihilated. I don't like the elite. The mean. (laughs) A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. Um, yeah, this was fun. Um, we basically mm. knew that, you know, they weren't going to win the titles because that's what's safe yeah. for two people in particular. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this was fun. I just... Yeah, it was. I don't know. I just was like... I think because no one else came out for Jurassic Express and they just kind of like was left with Christian... And then, obviously, Christian came out unconscious, apparently. Um, And then nobody else came. I was just like, so nobody else likes these guys? Yep, they need more people in their faction. That's what they need. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, this is a fun match. I just... And there's nothing really to say on it, because it was was a Young Bucks match, so there's, like, obviously loads of, like, funny stuff in it. And then, yeah. like, like, like Matt's Val Venus impersonation. Oh, my goodness. Him <laughs> doing the Val Venus little pose. That was great. I love that. I don't know. I just enjoy seeing these matches. But they always kind of have the same formula anyway. Um, yeah, it was a good one. But it was a good one. I just I just knew they weren't going to win. So I was just like, along yeah, for the yeah. ride, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but, you know, Christian sure did get beaten up pretty well. Mm. He sure did uh, take a beating there. Mm. You, sure, you sure he's going to make it all out? My goodness. Just saying. If he doesn't, I know a replacement. But Do we'll, just, we'll move on. We'll move on. No, he could be um, the replacement. Who? Does his name... He's busy right now. He's busy. 
Hangman will be back. Um, in the back, Tony Schiavone was with AEW Women's Champion Britt Baker, DMD, and Rebel Reba, and Jamie Hader, the newest uh, friend of Britt Baker. I guess we'll put it that way. Or as Baker called her, the problem solver, the answer to all that is wrong here. Hader wants Velvet to show up in Milwaukee next week on Dynamite and step through those ropes because Hader wants to fix Velvet's attitude. And Baker said, Velvet Velvet thinks red is not Brit's color, but gold is definitely not Velvet's. And the three <laughs> of them are going to have a little have a little fun in Milwaukee next week. Yours truly, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, but, but Hader missed the memo, apparently, about the DMD <laughs> thing. <laughs> she just stood there with her arms folded. Baker said she'll get it next time. She'll get it next time. I love that little bit because I, I highly doubt that was planned. It didn't look like it. It was just brilliant. It was just so quick. Um, I'm loving this because with what else we got in the night with the other um, women's segments, although we only still got one match... Yeah, it does feel like there is actually a bit of bulking out of this women's division. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said before, it's very tentative steps. It's very early days, which is still shocking. But it does feel <laughs> some layers are being added. It feels very like there's... Slowly, uh, very slowly, but they're being added. Mm-hmm. Starting to get the little uh, little meat on the bone, I guess. Yeah. Uh, there, there's something, something there uh, to, to work with going forward so good point i really I, jamie hater i like her um it's because she yeah, reminds I, you um me and nick because she's british <laughs> that's that's what it is i couldn't it's the accent I, that's it, i do right? not sound the same <laughs> oh, i'm just kidding but yeah you're right she is british that's a good point yeah no i really i really do like her though i think i think she's gonna be a gonna be a fun one to watch going forward as that enforcer Uh, next we had matt hardy he said he's been accused of picking on the youngest member of the best friends willie utah but he'll kick Utah's butt he'll kick chuck taylor's butt and if orange cassie sticks his nose in a big money matt's business he'll break it off and kick his butt too Uh, then we cut to orange cassie and the man of few words had a few words saying that he heard Matt thinks he can kick his butt, but maybe we should find out. Plain and simple. You excited about the possibility of Matt Hardy versus Orange Gas? Not really. I just, or we're going to get it. I know we're going to get it. I just This is the thing again. It's like Lance Archer thing with Orange Cassidy. Like, oh, just do something decent, people, please. Um, mm. Look, as you know, I've been a fan of Matt Hardy for ages. But in this way he is right now, I can't legit stand it. You don't like it's, it? It's beginning to get a bit, like, too much. I, um, I'll tell you, I like, this, I like this version much better than Broken Matt. Yeah, I like this version uh, better, better than Broken Matt. But it, this version now, it just seems to be a never-ending cycle of matches that aren't actually going anywhere like it needs to like evolve into like it it's, it's kind of a plot to begin yeah, with. like it's 
because it does. Yeah, I get, it does feel like no matter who they're feuding with, it's the same type of thing. Is yeah. that kind of it's copy paste from the last few they're with? Doesn't do anything. There's no yeah. storyline in there. It's just like people that haven't got anything going on at the moment join up there. Um, yeah. Which I, I understand it, if you want to put people on TV, but it just feels like there's no essence to it. It, it just feels it, a bit lifeless. It seems like there's more of a connection between him and Private Party than there is with him and yeah. everybody else. That's where I mm. think the Hardy Private Party partnership really that's that feels like it makes more sense than everything else. Every, yeah, everybody he, else just feels like feels like henchmen, and that's yeah, all but, they are. You got like even with four that, henchmen. Though, even with Private Party though, there doesn't seem to be any storyline. Mm-hmm. Like he he got Private Party to join up with him. He turned them heel. Then they've done heel stuff. That's it. But there's got to be, like, a peak for then the storyline to kind of then, you know, progress. But it's kind of just stopped. Yep. And it's just frustrating me because private parties, like, were absolutely, like, a top tag team. And they now feel like they've been stifled. And I'm just like, it's so frustrating. And I know they're going to get their time. But yeah, it's just uh and I get there's no tag teams in AEW. Yeah, I hundred yeah. percent understand that. There are. There but, are a lot. But maybe don't keep putting them on dynamite if there's not actually anything going on. Put yeah. them elsewhere. You've got dark, you've got elevation, go there. Um because it I would... just I feel like the lounge's like shoving Matt Hardy in my face with all of his friends, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. There's so much other like storylines and you know more intricate things going yep. on. Then this comes along and you just compare it and you're like, it's just not happening. It's it's all right in small doses. It just seems to be big doses. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, next we had speaking of a big dose, uh, there's a <laughs> big big dose of a dude in the next one the best segue I can think of. Um, Tony Schiavone was in the ring with Paul White to talk about White defending his sign last week against QT in the factory. White said it felt great to get physical again. It was fun staring QT down and choke slamming solo through the ring, basically. Uh, White said he had a big announcement but was interrupted by QT, flanked by Nick Camarado and Aaron Solo. And QT doesn't think White is fit to compete. Even showing x-rays and photos of White stitched up posterior on the big screen for everybody to see. Um, Paul White said said that that stuff didn't embarrass him. It just made him angry. White said he had a little talk with Tony Khan. And he has a match scheduled for All Out. And it's against QT Marshall and QT looked like he had just seen a ghost. We are going to get QT versus Paul White and all out. Thought, on the one thought. hand, I am so excited. On the other hand, I'm like a little bit mm-hmm. nervous. Um, every time I see Paul White come out and his music for AW hits, my head is goes, "Well, it's the big show." <laughs> And I've got to keep going. 
no brain. No, 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 no. It's Paul White. <laughs> it's, it's not the big show. It's a whole different guy. It's a Completely whole different, different guy. guy. Um, <laughs> this was a brilliant. Um, I love this. And like, for me, like the fact you can sometimes be a bit hit and miss. But yeah. this like was on point. Um, QT is just... So I tried to explain to um, one of my friends. Um, he's the guy that used to watch wrestling, so he knows quite a few of the people that are in AEW. Uh-huh. And um, I sent him a message saying, oh, my God, Paul White, a.k.a. Big Show, is going to be on pay-per-view. And he put, oh, my God, really? Who's he against? <laughs> and I went, QT Marshall. And he went, who? I went, basically, <laughs> he's a pathetic yeah. heel. That's the only way I could describe it, him. It's somebody that people would just want him to see him choke slam. Yes. Yeah. You know. And I was just like, yep. I don't know how else to explain who QT Marshall is because he's a very um he's not that easy to describe unless you watch AEW. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Because on the one hand mm-hmm. you can see why he's annoyed, and on the other hand, it's cutie Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like kind of kind of got to see it. Yeah, exactly. You can't explain <sighs> it. Um, yeah. So yeah. So and then when um, obviously Paul White said, "Yeah, it's against you." Someone's on Twitter has put um, an image of of like adult pants. Yeah. It's it's. Oops, I crap my pants. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was like an old SNL joke back. I think it was an SNL skit back in the day. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just, I, 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 I shared that too. Couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing because uh, Katie yeah. wrote at the top. Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> but secretly, I think behind the scenes, is that his phone going? Uh. That's great. No, but yeah, I, um, oh, good stuff, so much. But you know, last week. I think I think it was last week. We we talked about it, and I said that it's not a match I want to see on All Out. Give it mm. give, give it to us on Dynamite or Rampage. Yeah. Um, but after this, I'm going to admit after this segment, I'm still not Chris. I'm still not the biggest fan of this. Yeah. As, uh, as I am of other things, obviously. But after hearing big uh, big show, after hearing Paul White, <laughs> after hearing Paul White, uh, totally different guy talk about you know cut his promo and he was pretty witty in some of the stuff he said you know i think he referred to qt as plugs at one point which i thought was great a shot <laughs> of his hair plug that he's got so but his delivery and how he sounded in that yeah. and just you know the thought of seeing him choke sam qt yeah you know i i kind of want to see that more than i did before this promo yeah so, if my, my excitement level was like a one out of 10 going into mm. this and it's about a five now, you know, yeah. so it's, eh. uh, if it's a short match and we, and, and like QT avoids Paul white leading up to all out, like you never see Paul white yeah. get his hands on QT at all until all out. I think it'll be worth it because if, if you see him get physical beforehand, eh, once you get the image of him choke slamming QT, it's over with then. Let's yeah. wait until let's wait until all out, and that's when you get to see QT get 
the best uh, joke slam the, the best ring. thing for that would be to have like say Tony Schiavone or Alex Marvez interviewing like QT and Paul White just to walk past and like QT to go oh. and just go really <laughs> quiet and like back off a bit and then go so anyway what I was saying was um, <laughs> <laughs> just create that tension <laughs> yep um, or... what I what I also loved in this was <laughs> was when QT was going, oh yeah, and you uh, choke slammed Aaron Solo, but nobody cares. And Aaron Solo's face was like, "Hello, I love that guy's facial expressions with QT. He's he's, yeah. he's perfect so much. He's on a lot of Sammy vlogs. <laughs> the thing between QT and um, Aaron Solo is, is they hate Fuego." And when Fuego got his contract, obviously Sammy was vlogging it. And it shows to Aaron Solo crying. And he just goes, these aren't happy tears. He's here forever. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> He's just brilliant. Oh, so good. Next we had, we had Jade Cargill and her legal advisor, smart Mark Sterling. And they're impressed of what they've seen from former Impact star Kira Hogan on Dark and Dark Elevation. So because they've enjoyed watching uh, watching her and watching Miro destroy Fuego last Friday, Jade wants her own match. She wants Kira Hogan this Friday on Rampage. <laughs> She's going to get her. I get a CJ Russell. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's... It's cool. I mean, there. This is going to be one of the biggest. Uh, I mean, you got fourteen thousand fans are going to be there. Plus fourteen thousand plus fans there for this episode of Rampage. It's one of the biggest promoted events of the year. Um, and Jade and uh, Kira Hogan are going to be there. They're going to have one of the three matches on that show. That's pretty awesome. That's amazing to be in that, that spot. Yeah. I mean, Kira just showed up, you know, from, from Impact. She, all she's had is a couple of matches on Dark, and boom, here she is going to be in front of 14,000 fans. Oh and God. Jade hasn't – she's not all that experienced either in front of this many people. So this is going to be a huge thing for both of them. She's going uh, to kill it, be, Yeah, no doubt. This is going to be great. It's just awesome that they trust both of them, again, to put them out there in front of – in front of that many people on such a big mm. stage, for I think, think that's so why we've a, not seen a lot a of lot. Jade recently. I think she's mm-hmm. been gearing up for this. Yeah, she's been working a lot on dark and dark mm. elevation. Uh, um, so I'm so excited to see her wrestle, though. Oh, in front yep. of a crowd. Gonna be I a big spotlight wait. on them. I can't yep. wait to see her posing in front of that crowd. Like they are going to 100% heal her up, big style. Yeah, and that's what she needs now. She needs that heel heat on her, um, that like loud heel heat as well. So yeah, I'm so excited. Like, can Rampage get any better? <laughs> then we saw the elite. Uh, they were all together, but the celebration was halted as Tony Schiavone broke the news. He said that. TK has booked an eliminator tournament to decide who faces the Young Bucks at All Out for the tag team titles. In this tournament will be the Varsity Blondes, Private Party, 
the Lucha Brothers and Jurassic Express. And the tag title match at All Out will be in a steel cage. Because apparently, uh, you know, allegedly there's been a lot of interference in Young Bucks matches. Allegedly. Allegedly. So it makes sense for there, there to be this cage added because that interference has been there constantly. So I love this because uh, when I first um, heard about the tournament, I was like, oh, why haven't they put um, Santana and Ortiz in it? And then my brother went, it's all right. It's just a yeah. minute. They're going to get it at New York. <laughs> it's coming. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> but this is going to be awesome as well. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do more. So who do you... So, uh, who do you got winning this tournament facing the Bucks? Butcher Brothers. Me too. Me too. Because we've got to see that match again inside a steel cage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every time they their ladder match is insane. Oh. So, just thinking about what they what would can do, they in, do a in a cage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it could be a show stealer. All right I will say for them going in the cages, please be safe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know they're not going to take any risks. Oh, no, They'll not be, at all. No, it'll be a, like a mat clinic. It'll be all mat wrestling. <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of headlocks. A lot I of headlocks. See, I can see Phoenix, like, scaling the cage, like blinking Spider-Man. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, it's, it's crawling gonna... across it, like, um, landscape style. That may be one of those matches you watch uh, through your fingers or with a with my pillow. pillow. With your 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 near fall pillow, but my near fall pillow, near death pillow, <laughs> near death pillow, <laughs> near near death pillow. That sounds like a murder device. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, hit Malachi Black up with that. You <laughs> <laughs> may be wanting the it. near. Do you on shop AEW Malachi Black's near death pillow? <laughs> it's like it's like you open it up and it's a switchblade. It's like a standing knife with loads of different parts, like corkscrew, bottle opener, <laughs> little knife, <laughs> scissors. Sweet dreams, everyone. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams are made of knives. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, I have no right. idea, dude. This is great. All right. The next... Uh, Taz was in the it's ring. Nearly, it's nearly half nine at night, and I'm functioning on very little sleep for like an entire yeah. week right now. <laughs> I, I, for, I forget sometimes how late it is over there while we're recording. Um, <sighs> so next, Taz was in the ring with his son, Hook, and introduced the FTW champion, Ricky Starks. Ricky! Starks, Starks had some words for everyone, saying he's for the world, and he just wants to have a little little man-to-man talk with Brian Cage. Yeah, I'm sure. He won't, yeah, he wants Cage to come on out. But as Cage's music hits, we saw uh, footage from the back showing that he's been attacked and was laying at the feet of Powerhouse Hobbs. Suddenly, though, Cage sprung to his feet and began going to town on Hobbs. Back at ringside, Ricky panics, takes <laughs> off running to the back. As Taz and Hook follow after him, so things didn't quite go as planned for for Mister Starks, did it? 
This reminded me of like a cartoon. You know, where they go, yeah. oh, hold on. And like the feet start running in circles and it makes that noise. And Taz is like Tasmanian devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but can I just say, yeah. is Ricky Challenging the Rock? A little bit. He does. <laughs> yeah. Does does have that. Yeah, 100%. Um, he has that look and that appeal. Both. I I love this, but I just don't understand why this happened. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. It's like yeah, it was fun, but uh... yeah. Uh, um, Hulk randomly just standing there and just like looking at camera meanly for one. So with so with his hair. I don't. He's just got out of bed, hasn't he? <laughs> is that like a hairstyle, or is that just? Are you I asking mean, maybe me I'm... what the kids like? I don't. Well, you're younger. You're you're ten years younger than me, so you're closer yeah. to them than I am. Closer to. I'm not that closer. <laughs> I was hoping you could be the mediator between me and the kids. Now, Tell me dude, what they like. I don't know. I, I have zero idea. Okay. What kid? What? Yeah, I, what I like as a kid and what kids like as kids were two very different things. <laughs> <laughs> but I was looking at his hair. I'm like. What in the what? But I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy that's like, get off my lawn. I don't want to be that guy that doesn't. That old guy that doesn't the get it today. <laughs> they just don't know what hardship is. You know, <laughs> Back in my I day. used to. I used to walk uphill both ways, barefoot in the snow. Uh, no, so I didn't. I didn't want to be that guy that didn't get it. Like. What the, what's up with well, his hair? Definitely you go. Not avoided that guy. <laughs> I know, oh, yeah, I'm there. I became that guy, but I'm telling you what I was attempting not to do, which I've now done. Attempt uh, to fail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you something, uh, though. Every time I yes. see Ricky Starks come out, this is only going to make sense for people that um, either live in Britain or have seen the show. There's a soap opera over here called EastEnders, right? And there mm-hmm. was a character called Bianca and another character called Ricky. Uh-huh. And Bianca, at the top of her voice, would always go, Ricky! Like, dead loud. <laughs> like, it was like a catch thing. And people, like, still do it now today. And this was, like, 90s, like, that thing. So every time yeah. Ricky starts coming out, my brain just goes, Ricky! Uh, next Tony Shivani was uh, in the back again uh, with Death Triangle and and Pac's ready for the match with Andrade at All Out excited for it to be in the same arena where he defeated Kenny Omega I like that he threw that in yeah good call but yep but Andrade showed showed up with Chavo and that other guy like who is that other guy by the way he's just an assistant guy in there has he, has he gotten a name yet? Do we have no, a name? I just call him iPad okay. Man. iPad Man. That's great. Okay. So Andrade showed up with Chavo and iPad Man. And iPad Man handed Pac a thick stack of papers. Considering iPad Man handed him paper. <laughs> the environment paper people. Guy. And <laughs> it's like an old tree. So, but. It, apparently, this stack of papers, there were Andrade's demands for this match. So, do you, uh, them, do you think on them papers it was just 
one letter per paper to spell out a word, and Pat's got to put it together like a like a riddle thing, <laughs> like a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? If not, if not, if that's legit, like this long contract, he's got to read. We'll probably see this match at All Out 2022. I'm thinking um, 2025. If he, if he reads like I do, I mean, it's going to be a while. If he reads like I do, he's going to be forever. <laughs> well, honestly, if he reads like I do, he'll be downloading those papers on audible.com. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, apparently a, a really long contract or something. So apparently Andrade is not for him. Um... The environment. Uh, no. no. That's why he's a heel. Yeah. Um, next, we had uh, Penelope Ford versus Thunder Rosa. And uh, this is stemming from on Dark. I actually watched Dark and Dark Elevation this week. Did you? I don't always watch. Yes, I don't always watch them all the way through. I did this week. You but yeah, this, this <laughs> I have. I have a little bit of time this week. Um, but this was stemming from a match on Dark when Rosa was on commentary and Penelope was attacking her opponent post-match and Rosa left the commentary table to make the save. Um, I love Rosa's Texas-style attire. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, this was the finish. Uh, there, were, there were several series of submissions and reversals of submissions uh, by both Ford and Rosa. A lot of back and forth there. But in the end, uh, Penelope had Rosa trapped in an Indian death lock. But, uh, but Rosa countered by grabbing Ford's leg and applying her own submission. I'm not even sure what the submission was called. Where's Excalibur when I need him? Because I have no idea. Do you know what that was called? Which submission? <laughs> the one that, that Thunder Rosa won with. Had the arm and the, the head and the, the, the stuff. and the yeah. It just says that here, one. Thunder Rosa countered by catching... Penelope Ford's leg, and then she applied a submission. <laughs> yeah, so so they don't even know there. No. <laughs> so Excalibur was not writing that recap then. Nope. <laughs> For sure. Um, but Penelope, whatever the submission she had her in, Penelope tapped out and Thunder Rosa is your winner. So how'd you like that match? Even though we don't good... know what the finisher was. <laughs> it was a really good match. And to be honest with you, they seem to work really well together. They did. They did. Um, I like Penelope Ford's wrestling um, anyway, and I love Thunder Rosa. So, hundred percent, mm. like, and with, for it all day. Yeah, when Penelope locks in that Indian death lock, though, that is that is cool Dude, looking because she's really as well. She's very uh, bendy. She's very flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, her locking that in looks great. It looks especially when she's got locked in, she starts kind of wiggling around with it. Like she's trying to do more damage with it. Uh, looks really good. She's a, uh, I like, I really do like, uh, would you like some breaking news? Breaking news. We have breaking news. We never have breaking news on the show. I know, but my phone just been going crazy. Um, Uh-oh. breaking news tweet from Tony Khan. Uh, Tony Khan says, and this was posted 40 minutes ago when we're recording this, after they arrived in AEW and called out the toughest competition from day one and then survived a brutal Texas Texas tornado match last night on AEW Dynamite, there is no doubt Matt Lee and Jeff Parker 2.0 are all elite. There you go. Official. It's official now. It's officially official. 
Everyone will know this, but that's breaking news for us. Breaking news. You heard it right here. Well, I can't say first, because you'll hear this show. <laughs> you'll hear this show on Friday, so by the time you hear this, you'll have heard this like 17 times. So, <laughs> oh, oh, boy. All right. So, next we had a recap of Malachi Black's debut when he kicked Arn Anderson's head off before attacking Cody. And then Tony Schiavone was in the back with Arn and his son, Brock Anderson. And Arn said that Malachi Black turned his world upside down. You don't say, Arn. And now he found out that his son, Brock, has asked for a match with Black to avenge his father next week on Dynamite. Arn then tells Brock, basically, son, he's going to destroy you. And Brock responded uh, with what I was thinking, like, why do we need to air our laundry out here on national TV? <laughs> like, why you gotta do me? Why you gotta do me like that, Dad? Like you're right in front of everybody. Like, dude, you're gonna get killed. So uh, Brock, Brock said he's not asking for his father's approval. He's just gonna do it. So Malika's going to kill you. Malika's going to get you. Do 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 do. It's a tough business, kid. <laughs> It's going to get a lot tougher next Wednesday. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yep. <laughs> no, you are. I don't think, uh, I don't think, well, I think Brock's excited now. I don't think he's going to be as excited after. Did he not see uh, the match recording? <laughs> after the, after the bell rings. Um, uh, but <laughs> Malachi Black's going to become the boot collector. <laughs> the, the boot collector. <laughs> I, yeah, I saw your tweet about that. Uh, and it's like, man, like, you're wanting Brock. You think he's going to retire Brock already? Brock just got started. He's, it's a his, whole, his whole career's ahead of him. I know, but if you, if you want to, sometimes you've got to throw yourself in at the deep end without any floaty devices. It's just a baby. And just he's just a baby. He's going to get his Next. head kicked off. Probably, well, not probably. Definitely. Not probably. No. There's, no, <laughs> there's no probably. I don't know why I said that. There's no probably. That's okay. 100% true. He's going to get his head kicked off. In both worlds, in both worlds, kayfabe and reality, he'll get his head kicked off Yeah. in kayfabe. And in reality, he isn't going to win. <laughs> yeah. That we should probably be taking bets on which seat his head is going to land in. <laughs> he's going to catch it. Yeah, he's he's got dibs on Brock's head. Um, poor Brock. Uh, yeah. Next, we had Miro, God's favorite and TNT champion. He was not happy that Fuego got his contract even after he destroyed him, saying Fuego is not forgiven. And he said if... If no one will come for Miro, then he'll come for them. Then he said, Eddie Kingston. <laughs> Whoa. Like you, I, you called, you called it. I you called jumped it, on my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so Miro is coming for Eddie Kingston. I feel really emotional. Um, <laughs> 
You'll fly, my boy. You'll fly. Spread your wings. So. Oh. Mm. I don't know how I feel. (laughs) Well, on one hand, on one hand, like, yeah, I mean, Eddie Kingston, that's Miro, but they they're talking about it now, and I know I you know. were looking forward yeah. to the New York show. Yeah. If they're talking about it now, it's probably not going to happen on that New York show. Because my brain went, when's the New York show? No! Yeah. It's too soon! <laughs> yeah, still got a while. So, if it's not the I New York show, this. yeah, the likelihood of him winning is, uh, yeah. of Eddie Kingston winning, uh, lessons. Uh, I don't know how I feel. Like, on the one hand, I'm really excited to see, like, Eddie Kingston wrestle at any time, really. Um, in a big match. This will be a big Exactly, one. in a huge match. Um, but two, I'm not ready for it, man. I'm not. I can't. I can't see another one of my guys lose a title. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard. It's just like every single time one of the guys gets a title, it just goes. It's like Mox well, had has it. To see. it went. Darby got it. It went. Mox had the Ijib, um, the Japan title. Yeah. It went. That, that <laughs> thing, the Ijib, Ijib, Ijib. <laughs> yeah, the Ijib, you can, So emotional, you can't even say it. <laughs> I can't say the words. I <laughs> said oh. the Ijib, 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 Ijib title. Jabba, Jabba. Uh. <laughs> Right. I am not ready. No, I can tell, like, emotionally and verbally. Not ready. <laughs> not ready. <laughs> Excited. All right, well. But absolutely well, kick myself. We'll, we'll just have to see how this one plays out. I don't know if I want but, to see it play out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm not sure Daniel Garcia is going to enjoy the way this one plays out. Um <laughs> She, you just got happier all of a sudden. I did. I um, got, I got I happy. <laughs> uh, next, we heard from Moxley after oh, I guess after he woke after we, he woke up from the the beating from two I don't think he got Garcia. knocked out. I think he just uh, got he, a grazed he, knee. He just got up. I th- that's the way I saw. It. He's like in the back, like what happened. So here's right. what he said though. <laughs> Moxley says everyone is. Coming to AEW these days. <laughs> uh, paging CM Punk, paging Daniel Bryan. Why does everyone think it's so easy? He took shots at Kenny Omega. He I took know. shots at, at Hangman. I know. <laughs> I loved it so much. <laughs> and he took shots at Christian. And he, he talked about how he was the one that carried AEW through dark days. And that's you true. Did. You did. Um, that's true. It's very true. He said, it's time to start sending a message. Then he turned his attention to one Daniel Garcia, letting him know that physicians will be at ringside for his match uh, with Moxley. Uh, Garcia is going to find out Friday at Rampage if he really wants to be here in All Elite Wrestling. God, jeez, this man's promos are epic. Um, He will always be forever my champion. Me and Michael Hamlet agree on this. Um, yeah, it's, it's I, in your it's in your it's in your bio. It's in your bio, it's right? Really? Yeah. Technically, 
on my bedside table. He still has the belt. Um, <laughs> gonna get it somehow. If I'm not doing it. Um, I love the little dropping about our night in shining armor is off being an anxious millennial <laughs> with a ah. drinking problem emo. I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Like, shot fired, man. I feel slightly personally targeted at the entire little bit at the end there, the emo and anxious millennial thing, but I'll take it. I'm sure. Uh, (laughs) You'll let it go, right? You'll let that one slide. I'll let that one slide because Moxie's fired up and annoyed, so I'm not going to say none. Um, But yeah, he's got a point. People just walk in, think that they can just, you know, Make it anywhere. He carried the company on his back through dark days. And everyone moans about his title raid being boring. Well, he isn't happy about that. And the guy's probably not sleeping very much either. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Moxley, I, this is so funny hearing you talk about Moxley and some of the things that normally if somebody else said you would completely go off on and disagree with. And Moxley <laughs> says it and you're like, yeah. You know, it's like Moxley. I think he could, he could walk up and he could, like, kick your dog, and you go, you know what? Winston probably, he probably, Winston probably deserved that one. He, he has been did. annoying today. <laughs> Anybody else, you would stab him for it, but Moxley, it's like, eh, I'd be like, you know. I'm never washing this dog ever. There's a Moxley footprint on it. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, I love my dog. <laughs> Before oh, everybody starts panicking. <laughs> I know, that's why I said that, because she, like, adores her dog. And, my I mean, dog's my baby. She, I know, that's it. And I, that's why, I, I, again, that's why I'm pointing that out, because she I does. Know. She does everything. Loves that dog. Takes care of it. People aren't going to, like, yeah. on the RSPCA over here on me. No, no, <laughs> yeah. But that's why it's so extreme, because I think Mox could even do that. You're like, whatever, man. My husband would just be standing there going, um, what? <laughs> I was like, don't start a fight yeah. in bed. It's Moxley. Don't yeah. anger him. Um, I can't wait for him to obliterate Daniel Garcia. Yeah. That's, that's, that's going like, to happen. Seriously, it's like, I think I've tweeted this out, but it's like AEW have like hacked my mind. I've just gone, what can we do to make Sarah happy right now? I know. We will give her Jade. We will give her Moxley. And then the week after, we'll give her Malachi Black. And all these. And then we'll set this thing up about Miro and Kingston. She might not be 100% about that, but it'd be fine. It'd be fine. I just feel like they're just like being my therapy at the moment. (laughs) And they're going to give you, and they're going to give you CM Punk. And, Um, and it all out, they're going to give you Adam Page winning the world title. It's so cool. It's like, it's like they're just doing everything for you. Still there? That's what I get. Still there? Okay. <laughs> um, it is cool, though, that it, we talked about Jade and, and uh, Kira Hogan being in, mm. uh, in, that big spot, in that big spotlight on Rampage. Yeah. And Daniel Garcia. That's going to be the main event as well. It is. I think they announced it. It's going to be the main event. So Daniel wow. Garcia, who just showed up, is going to be in the main event on one of the most watched Rampages. How uh, awesome is Rampage? Can we just take a minute 
Yeah. To just like we've we've probably not even had two full episodes yet, but I'm already just like I need it to be like Saturday morning now mm. after like it's Thursday yeah. morning. Like you said, yeah. can we just yep. skip? Like, <laughs> let's get there. Friday for me. Let's, let's get there. Yep. Absolutely epic. Yep. Yep. It's going to be a, a, a fun one for sure. And this one was fun too. The main event was uh, MJF versus Chris Jericho in the fifth labor of Jericho. And that crowd, y'all. That crowd well in Houston. Yes. They did it. They came through. They sang Chris Jericho to the ring with an acapella version of Fozzie's Judas in My Mind. How awesome was that? Goosebumps, dude. Absolute goosebumps. Yeah, that is a moment that was... in AEW history that people will put on like a top 10 list. Because mm-hmm. that was... Yeah. That, when you... Like, I literally... When that happened, I just... Bear in mind, no one's mm-hmm. in my house apart from me and the dog. I just went, when you're over, you're over. <laughs> and Jericho is over. <laughs> if there's any, any question mark, not that there was one, but if there was any question mark, I think that's just answered it. So great. And the look and on Jericho's face, too. The... Also, the look on MJF's face is like... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well done. Well what done. an a-hole that guy is. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is how the, that match ended. In the end, MJF had Jericho in his own submission move, the walls, I mean, the uh, the line tamer. Uh, but Jericho fought his way to the ropes to get out of it. Then we saw, as Jericho was reaching under the ring apron for his bat, MJF at the same time was putting his diamond... That was uh, beautiful his dim- synchronicity. Yeah, it was. He was putting on his, his dynamite diamond ring but ref Aubrey Edwards saw it, uh, caught MJF in the act, saw what he was up to, and took the ring off. And while she was disposing of it, Jericho jabbed MJF in the abdomen with his bat and started to hit the Judas effect, but stopped. You know, remembering good. he couldn't use the Judas effect as part of the match. That moment left him open for MJF to connect with his own version of the Judas effect. Following that up by locking the salt of the earth arm bar on Jericho. And Jericho hung in there as long as he could, trying mm-hmm. to fight out of it. But finally, he tapped out. MJF defeated Jericho, submitting him in the fifth labor. Jericho failed in his attempt to conquer MJF and were left with Maxwell Jacob Friedman gloating as Dynamite went off the air. Oh, my God. Um, what an amazing match. Well played out. Yeah, the match was, mm. was well done. Every like little near fall and stuff, the crowd and like I ate it up ridiculously. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. How, how about that camera spot where uh, Oh my god. That was where, so uh, was it, good. I was I was yeah. absolutely like almost like proper belly laughing at that as well because it's just <laughs> You just see like the fist print. <laughs> uh huh. And and if you missed it, which you, I don't know why you missed it, if you're listening to this, you should have seen it. You need to go watch it if you haven't. Yeah. Uh, MJF grabbed the camera from the cameraman, and he's 
flipping off the crowd, you know, panning around. And as yeah. he pans around, Jericho is up on his feet and it just delivers a punch to the camera. And the kid just falls backwards. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, literally just like fell straight back as well. Yeah. Like, that camera per- would boom. have like kind of like fallen back as well. So, yeah. I mean, that didn't look like a like a gimmick <laughs> fold or anything. Literally just went straight back. Straight back. Yeah. Brilliant. Good stuff. Uh, so, do we think uh, this is going to be the last we see of Jericho for a while? Yeah, I think either something is going to be set on Dynamite next week or like a recorded uh, video package, something like that. Um, but I think he's I, got to go away for a bit, surely. But then again, hey, mm-hmm. we said this before. And <laughs> yeah. He turned up like the week later. So. True. <laughs> you never know. Gotta never be this. Know. I feel like it, it's the same thing with him as it was when everybody's having their babies and we're like, yeah. This is where yeah. they're going to leave to go take care of the babies. And then we're like, no, they're never going to leave to take nope. care of their children. Nope. nope. Stay forever. <laughs> yep, that's it. Uh, so we never know. And I know I, I was adamant that we were going to get something happen in this match where we're going to get a rematch at All Out. Obviously, I'm wrong. And I'm glad I was wrong. After watching the way this match played out, it was perfect. Yeah. Perfectly yeah. done. Uh, we don't need one. So I, I enjoy being wrong sometimes. Sometimes. Um, yeah, but, but a great, great man event for this time. Yeah, hundred percent. And MJF is, uh, it's like a made man now, if he wasn't before. He's uh, going to he be insufferable. Probably... Exactly. That's the word I was looking for. Insufferable. Insufferable. Um. <clears throat> sorry for everybody in so, that locker room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next week on Dynamite, uh, here is the lineup. We have Malachi Black versus... <laughs> Brock Anderson, the Varsity Blondes versus the Lucha Brothers in one of the Eliminator Tournament matches, Red Velvet versus Jamie Hayter, and Matt Hardy versus Orange Cassidy. So, nice nice lineup of matches for next week. Yeah. Yeah, Which is going to be from Milwaukee, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um. Then uh, this week on Rampage, which is, if nobody's heard, is going to be in Chicago at the United Center. Has uh, anybody heard that? Did you know that? Did you know that? It's called the First Dance or something like that. Something, Uh, Something's happening. Like there's going to be a few people there. Somewhere upwards of 14,000 people. Somebody may turn uh, up. Yeah, somebody could turn up. Uh, Who is it? Mr. P. Who is it? Mr. Mr. P. We're getting close. She she's got a letter in there now. Mr. <laughs> P. All right. We we'll have to add the other letters uh, next week when we're when we're when we're reviewing Rampage. If he's there, hundred percent. And if Mr. P. doesn't show up, we're not going to review Rampage. We're just if Mr. P. doesn't show up, AEW <laughs> better close its blinking doors. We're canceling the Rampage review. Yeah, we're just not going to review Rampage going forward. We're going to pretend like Rampage never happened. We're going to pretend like AEW never happened. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So here's the lineup of matches for Rampage, uh, the first dance. It's going to be Private Party versus Jurassic Express and another one of the uh, tournament eliminator matches. Jade versus Kira Hogan. 
And John Moxley versus oh. Daniel Garcia. So, yeah, a nice. nice to see you, Daniel Garcia. <laughs> Don't want to be you. You're on it with the songs. Look, Slick, Slick Fudgeons. Slick Fudgeons wanted us to do a whole episode of us doing karaoke. Um, not sure that's going to ever happen, but it's getting close with with the amount of uh, song clips we're getting. Look, we're getting you, from Sarah. E- you either get movie references or you get random songs. I mean, one pick the, you pick. <laughs> one or the other, sometimes both. Sometimes both. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, great episode of Dynamite. Yep. Great Dynamite lined up coming up in Milwaukee and look out for that rampage. Oh, God. Uh, which will be, which when you listen to this will be happening tonight because this comes yes. out on Friday. So, uh, trust me, we will all be watching this on the edge of our seats. Um, this is going to be one to remember, folks. One to remember. And if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, that's happening on Friday. Why not? <laughs> I'll just say it. CM Punk showing up. Get ready. Get ready to get ready to hear Sarah say CM Punk's name on the Rampage review, which will be coming out Monday. Get ready. I'm sure CM Punk's appearance will be more anticipated than you actually saying his name. I'm but I'm just sure, saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm building. We're building up the Rampage review too. <laughs> we gotta I, build the. I gotta pretty, build the. Build the hype up. I pretty much think more people care about that than me saying his name. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, oh, I'm you 100% sure? positive. <laughs> we're going to we're going to get you trending on Twitter. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all so much for listening. Don't forget to follow up. Don't forget to check out all of our content that comes out each week. Our Dynamite Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and previews and reviews of pay-per-views. Yes. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. So thank y'all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Welcome, everybody, to your AE Dynamite. Uh, blah, blah. Man, that's a great start. Welcome, everybody, to your AE. Uh, ah. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> <laughs>